Counselor Accents Podcast. Two school counselors who love their jobs. Oh, and they happen to have Southern accents too. Bless their hearts. I'm Laura Rancourt. And I am Kim Crumbly. And together we are Counselor Accents. And we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, Rachel, I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure. Um, my name is Rachel Barogan. I am a professional school counselor in the Sherrard District in Sherrard, Illinois. Um, I work between two elementary schools with a total population of around 550 students. Um, I work with pre-K kiddos through fourth graders. Um, and we are in a rural community, so that's kind of where we're at. Okay, and just to get the elephant out of the room now, I can't say the word rural. I have a very hard time, so I will try to say it throughout this, but I'm going to pronounce it different ways. So we're just going to, if I tell you first, then nobody can make fun of it, right? Yes. <laughs> and I'm not going to say Illinois, because <laughs> obviously that annoys Illinois. So it's Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. Yeah, Kim has learned a life lesson today that you don't add the S. No S. If you want to see Rachel get angry, that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, I get angry pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, so Rachel, let me let me see if I've got this straight. Is the do you serve five hundred and fifty students, or do you have helps? Surely you have help. Sadly, no. It's just me. Uh, um, between two buildings so technically I'm like part-time at two buildings so I work my schedule is like an every other day kind of deal um, yes a lot of students and just me and I'm actually kind of a brand new counselor I just started school counseling um, a, last January so I started halfway through the school year and then we had all those snow days and now we're having this corona thing so been a crazy journey it sounds like it has it has been a crazy journey so well, the um, way oh go ahead no I'm, I'm just that so many of our listeners I'm sure can relate to um, yes. being in the rural setting um, as you are and it makes it um, a little bit different going through this because as you said you don't have another counselor to feed off of uh, but actually with what we're doing today, we're correcting that because we can talk to one another. So. <laughs> Go ahead, so Laura. Okay. The way that I found Rachel, she had shared this fabulous resource um, that she had created a bingo card, um, just different kinds of social emotional bingo. And it were it showed things that students can do without online and we've talked a lot about using online tools to reach our students but we still no matter where we are I believe that there is a population of students that don't have access to the internet and um, so this I feel like hits a need for some of us that do have larger populations without internet resources mm -hmm. so um, Rachel tell us tell us your why behind creating this resource Absolutely. Um, so like you were just saying, our population is pretty low SES, I would say. Our community is pretty low income. So right when we learned about this school 
closure, um, I was thinking, okay, what can I do? And I know so many organizations are so kind and are putting out all these online resources. But in my perspective, I was like, oh no, like, what are my kiddos who don't have that going to do? So um, what I wanted to do was create an opportunity for social emotional learning growth and connection at home. Um, so like you said, I came up with this social emotional learning bingo street sheet with the goal of having meaning and simplicity and connectivity um, be kind of the center of each activity in each of those boxes. Um, and this time obviously is unprecedented and stressful and scary for families and kids alike. So I wanted it to just be stress relieving and fun and quick and easy, nothing extensive, um, because they already have like their core work to do. Um, so I know us as a district, we're kind of going off of choice boards. So teachers would create a board with choices and then I kind of put my spin on it of doing um, SEL activities. So that's kind of where I got that from. You are, I, I'm like sitting here listening to you and I'm thinking you shared with us that this is your first year, like uh, you started in January of last year and mm -hmm. I am sitting here listening to all the wisdom that you're sharing thinking, oh my goodness, I want to be like you. And I mean, I've been doing this for a couple of years, but I still am like learning so much just through the things that you're sharing. I'm amazed. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. <laughs> So um, I love what you said because we have um, heard from other counselors who have been talking to their parents and the parents are feeling overwhelmed. And like you said, this is new for everybody. So nobody really knows. We just all kind of scrambled and teachers have had to throw stuff together almost overnight. And the amount of work that kids are getting and the parents having to work and then come home and do schoolwork Mm -hmm. It is overwhelming. So what I love about what you've created is that it provides sort of an escape in family time mm -hmm. for students. And it's almost like you are becoming a counselor to the parents as well as the students. I just feel like you're meeting a whole lot of needs with this. Absolutely. And it's been kind of fun because um, parents have reached out with, I know one of my bingo, I'm doing it like people can see me, but one of my bingo slots um, was play emotions charades with your family. Super easy, no resource needed, just your imagination. And um, I actually got a video from one of my families of their family playing emotions charades. And they're laughing and giggling and just like truly having fun. And I just found a lot of meaning out of that, that instead of and that's part of their homework, part of their choice board. So if they're, they've had a tough day or mom and dad have a tough day, they can just sit down and play a family game and release some stress and get some social emotional learning discreetly. I love that. That is, that is so uh, neat the, um, that they would actually reach out with the video. That's, that's just a rare thing to get feedback from the, you know, because everybody's so busy. So that's, that's really neat. Um, what are some other ideas? We, I don't, you don't have to give away everything on it, but, but I, you've offered this out for folks for free. What are some other things that are on the bingo card? Yeah. Perfect. So this 
next is um, a bingo board that I created specifically for my third and fourth graders. Um, and I was going to do the same bingo board for everyone. And then I started to, my brain started to really get into action. And um, I really put some more complex ones for my older kids and then simplified for my younger kids. Um, so for example, um, we have, what was the one I liked? Oh, create a children's book about kindness and anti-bullying. Include your own characters and ideas on how to stop bullying. Um, and a lot of these little activities I, I took from lessons that I wanted to do for the rest of the year, but obviously that might not happen. So I just kind of incorporated a smaller version into this board. So they're still getting some of that lesson. Um, and then, so that one's a little more in depth, might take a kid a little bit longer, but then there's more easy ones like surprise a family member by making them a snack or making them a meal um, or creating a card for a friend when you get back to school. And a lot of them I, I put um, for when we get back to school or when you see a friend to kind of instill hope a little bit. Um, and same with the incentive here at the top. Um, that if you get it completed and signed off by an adult, you'll be able to join me for like a lunch bunch when we're back. So again, that motivation piece and um, kind of get them excited about like, ooh, that we are not just going to be at home for the rest of our lives type of thing. So that's great. Rachel, can I come job shadow you? Because I feel like I have some things to learn. Just oh my gosh, stop it. We both, we're coming to <laughs> Illinois. Iowa. She's in Iowa now. Iowa. <laughs> the bread basket. I really don't know. Every state is like the bread. If it's somewhere like there, it's the bread basket. Let me just say, which I know it's not because you told me it's the Lincoln. What is Land of Lincoln. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> that's not Lincoln Logs, Laura. That's Abraham Lincoln. Sister. Oh, okay. No, I never get it. None. Um, you know, just looking at the amount of thought that you put into each one of those, each one of those you could take, and I can see in my situation, we're making packets for students, and Laura, also we're in the same district, and you know, you could take one of those, and mm -hmm. for this week, if you're providing a packet every week, you mm -hmm. can you know, the idea is there and uh, such great, each one of those boxes had such great ideas of things to do that, but now I can also, are you using it like every week do, I mean, what were the instructions again? Were the students supposed to do one every day, every week? So um, since I don't personally have a Google Classroom set up with students, uh -huh. um, I've done all my communication through my amazing teachers. Um, so all the kids who have a Chromebook are familiar with Google Classroom with their teachers. So I thought that would be the most accessible way for the older kids at least. That's great. Um, yeah, so we I've been sharing my choice boards with the teachers as well as like the video content that I make. Um, and then they share that to their classroom. And for my younger kids who don't have Chromebooks, um, I print it off and put it in a take-home packet, like you were saying. 
Um, and I have the teachers email the parents because every, I mean, you would think everybody has an email, even if they don't have internet. Um, so at least they're getting a copy of it in some form. I love it. And I'm doing it. I think we just have received direction today from our district on how this is going to look. And, Mm -hmm. uh, every week kids, parents will pick up their packets. I live in a rural area also as, as Mm -hmm. does Laura. And so we do have several who do not have internet access. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to do this. I think this is, uh, not overwhelming right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, they've got to get their core, we're on spring break. That sounds so funny to say <laughs> that school will start back for our kids in this new format come Monday. So sure. I think this is a this is a great a great way. And however you want to do it, if if it if you want to do it for the month, do you know pick so many a week and then come mm-hmm. up with like the next week. Right. So your mind started going to your next product that is similar to this another bingo card or or what what's what are your we i can see that you're a person that's wheels are always turning <laughs> so where are your wheels taking you um as far as bingo sheets i'm kind of on a halt um i sent out the first round of bingo sheet and then i did another round the following week and I got a lot of feedback back that was like, Oh, we're still working on our first sheet. Is that okay? And I'm like, absolutely. I just want to make sure you have enough stuff to do. Um, but again, I don't want to overwhelm, but I also don't want to unwhelm. So, um, I'm taking a little bit of break from the bingo sheets, but depending on how long this closure goes, I will probably make more and share more out. Um, but to supplement the bingo sheet, something I've, I'm sure all of us have missed is um, the face-to-face connection with students. And I just think that's so meaningful, not only to us as counselors, but to the students. Um, And the teachers have done a great job with that, of doing read-alouds and stuff. Um, And I was like, hmm, again, how can I put a counselor spin on this? Um, So something I've started doing is um, doing video check-ins so my first two videos um, were just kind of self-disclosure showing them my dogs just you know making it more personal Um, and then this past Monday I was a little nervous (laughs) because I was I was being bold Um, I actually did a mindfulness meditation walkthrough so I videoed myself reading through a children's mindfulness script and encouraged the kids to use mindful breathing and um, notice all the things around them. And I sat in my backyard, which I probably sounded like a lunatic, but that's okay. Um, So I think on Mondays until we're back at school, I'm going to do like mindful Monday morning with Mrs. Brogan and do little uh, meditations that kids can do with their families. Let me just say that Laura and I always say we love where the rubber meets the road, the real practical and, and, you know, just these great practical simplistic things that we can all do. I love mindful Mondays. That is definitely something uh, that you, it kind of helps us as counselor organize ourselves. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like we're, if, we definitely don't want to overwhelm. I, I do hear that as a common theme among parents right now. Yeah. 
uh, we feel overwhelmed. We feel overwhelmed. But I think we as counselors, if we can wrap our heads around some um, routine for ourselves also, even if it's a little nugget we're giving every other day or once a week or every day, whatever, whatever that looks like. But just, I don't know, just the mindful Monday sounds like such a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe building other days that you're going to do and, and get the kids on a, on a schedule with you. So yeah. what, else, what other things, anything else? Those are great things that you have shared already. Yeah, so I'm kind of meeting that need for family time at home, um, the face-to-face stuff, and then something else I wanted to do for my, like, heavy hitters or frequents, um, and maybe those kids who we're noticing aren't participating in e-learning. Um, I bought these little cards. Hold on, I'll show you guys because you'll appreciate them. They're super cute. Let me grab them super quick. Okay. I love her. Me too. I love her more. I love her the most. She's fabulous. So glad I found her. (laughs) Um, So I got these. I I braved the storm at Walmart. I know I shouldn't have went, but I needed to get cards. And look at these cute cards. A paper hug. So I know. I was like, those are perfect. Worth it. So I'm going to send those. The queen of practicality. Thanks. Is that that anything you want to be a queen of? I mean, it's like. (laughs) I mean, I I thought it was a compliment. (laughs) I wanted you to because my mind went to this. If I can jump in here, make those cards, make paper hug. I mean, I don't want to do a copyright thing, but you know, if you can, if, if you've got tools at home, with a printer and your computer, mm-hmm. make a, something, just a sheet of paper, cut it in fourth, and it says paper hugs, and send those out to those frequent flyers. I love it. I love that idea. I love hey, that. My mind just went here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the name of the app, and y'all may already know this, but there is a, an app or something. You print out the piece of paper. And it guides you through writing a capital A, writing a lowercase a. So, and then you scan it and you turn your handwriting into a font. So it can look like you're sending a handwritten note to your students. You're typing it, but it's in your handwriting. So I need to figure out that website because that would look like, oh, I got a handwritten note from my counselor, but really we typed it. It's just in your handwriting. And and I love that. Also... If the students don't know your handwriting, there are some there are some fonts that look well, that's true too. Like handwriting. That's probably a better idea. So thank you. I didn't say that, Laura. <laughs> so I need you to not be so sensitive. I wasn't. I was complimenting you. You're the queen of practicality. Uh, oh, <laughs> new queen. <laughs> I'm the new queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I just want, I just, I'll need, this is what I need for you to do. Every time you have one of these practical ideas, I need to hear it. These are great. They're so doable. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 I and think powerful. They're, they're, they're simple, but powerful. And I think during this time, uh, 
we're so we're so inundated with all of these things we can do for our students to just hear small steps here's something we can do let's do this for this group and 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 doing something a little more for our frequent flowers that has been on my mind also absolutely Maybe our small groups those groups that we meet with yeah something like that and i don't know about y'all but and we have a wonderful wonderful support system in our in our school system our supervisor is just the best of the best and um but there has been such a focus on okay we need to meet their academic needs get their reading packets together get their math packets i don't feel like anybody's leaving out the counselors but it can feel like okay what can we do is what we do important it just kind of leaves you wondering and i haven't necessarily felt this way i've just been i guess i've been wanting to see this as an opportunity to let everybody know hey here's what we can offer too and what you're giving us you're giving us very practical like kim said practical ways that we can say hey we can meet some needs too mm -hmm. so and one of my to jump off of that if i could um, yeah, one of my little notes goes right with that. So I wrote okay. down um, reevaluation of self expectations and student expectations has been so so necessary for me and I'm sure for everyone else um, because it's easy to fall into that trap of guilt almost of like oh my gosh these teachers are doing so much and everything's kind of very teacher focused of course. Um, how can I help? I want to help. Um, and so something for me in being practical, I guess, is writing down what in the broad range do I do as a counselor and how can I reevaluate that and reorient it to something I can do from my house? Because um, it was very sudden. I, I didn't get to bring anything but my laptop home with me. So and my career day stuff, which that's probably out the window, sadly. But um, uh, yeah, I just think for everyone, reevaluation and allowing yourself to not be the exact same counselor you were in a school setting is okay. You can change, you can be different, you can try new things, and there's no judgment right now because nobody really knows what they're doing. So that's good. <laughs> Gosh, that's so valuable. That is so well said. Yeah. And so I think, too, on that, too, is we may see what a bunch of other counselors are doing and we may compare ourselves but our situations even though Kim and I are in very similar dis I mean um, schools schools yeah. yeah our situations are different and so if we were to compare ourselves to each other we have to change it up to fit where we are but we have to remember our students don't know what else we're seeing out there so if we take one thing and do it then we're meeting their needs through that. We don't have to do all the things and wear ourselves out during this process. We can just pick what we can do and do it well. Yes, I love that. Another resource, Laura, that uh, that you did for students, and it's it is could be used without internet. Uh, it's not a choice board, but it's a bingo card where the students actually go outside and they look for poison ivy and snakes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they go outside and they look for uh, a worm or that we uh, a leaf. What a what a 
pine cones, those kinds of things. And so that fits very well because yeah. all, most of our students, I, don't, I can't think of any students that would be living in a, in a situation where we are, where, they're, where they don't have access to, to some amount of grounds to get out and do that. So it works for us. Uh, and that's another um, one-time activity that you could send out maybe for the week. Do this sometime right. this week. So uh, you might want to share that on this too. Sure. Because it I did it with my, talking about. I did it with my own girls. I have two little girls and we went out and did it two different times and we got bingo in different ways. And it was really neat because we were out at the state park and we were leaving the state park and we had one left. We needed to see a deer to get bingo. And would you believe on our way out, we looked over and there was a deer and we got bingo. So they were excited. Awesome. <laughs> they were excited about that, weren't they? So excited. Um, so yeah, just e those kinds of things that we can do with our students who may not have access. And, and if, you know, I, I love what both of you have, have done with that. Um, it's just thinking, like you said, in a different way. We've said this is the time for us to uh, practice what we preach and have a growth mindset and be willing to stretch ourselves and do things and see ourselves in different, in a different way, in a different light. So we never saw, this is one of those things that we never imagined. And it's hard for us to wrap our brains around and anything that we can compare it to is regional. We've had things in our region that have happened like a tornado that shuts down everything for we have tornadoes y'all have snow you were talking about you had a lot of snow days but when you think about something that's impacting your state your nation the world it's hard for us to wrap our heads around it it can be so overwhelming so to just to just give some practical common sense here's some things that are not it's not too much but it's something that it's meeting those social emotional needs Mm -hmm. Good job. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> any other thoughts that you have um, on any, anything that's kind of, anything that you're thinking about right now? Uh, um, I, I guess just one last thought that I have is um, keeping the connection between teachers and administrations during this time. And if you have other counselors in your district, that'd be great too. But um, connecting with those people has been so important because I know in my job, what makes me feel connected is being around people and having those conversations and checking in. Um, so I've been meaning to just send little emails to my teachers to check in on them because I'm sure they're just as much, if not more overwhelmed than we are. Um, and being a support for the school staff and the families and the teachers and the students, of course, um, just being there for everybody, I guess. And, and you know, in in light of what you're saying you know earlier you said something i you i felt like a lunatic or whatever <laughs> and, and you do and, and yesterday i was sitting down and i was going to send an email to the teachers and mm -hmm. it's okay for us to recognize that people are this is an emotional roller coaster that everybody's on and it's okay 
to maybe be a little bit corny or whatever right now. And, and that's kind of yesterday sitting down and writing out an email. Um, just, you know, take care of yourself. I love you. I miss you. I can't wait till we're together again. I know that you have a lot. Just recognizing as a counselor, I wanted to recognize that my teachers were going to miss their students. That's like their little family. And, and uh, that I'm here for them if they need me also. But, but you know, we, that's just another practical, quick way. Send an email to your teachers and just let them know, hey, it's okay to, um, to take care of yourself. It's okay, you know, to, uh, we, I know that, that, that this, you're feeling this, you're feeling this because we all are, but we are the kind of the gatekeepers of the, of, of the social emotional. And, and that's even with the uh, encouraging our teachers. So that's another, again, you, you gave us another great practical idea that we need to get out some things we can, easy things that we can do. Absolutely. And something, this is Laura, I'm doing the thing you told me I'd probably do jumping into something else. I'm glad. <laughs> So um, something else us as a district, not necessarily put on by me, but I'm part of it, um, is we are making a video as a school. Um, so we were asked to send in videos of us saying, I miss you, and then hello, Sherard Grade. So then our tech person is going to kind of put together a video to send out to families, and it'll have everybody's face from the school saying hello and we miss you. Um, so that's something that's a little more involved, obviously, and you have to have everybody on board. Um, but that's one thing we're doing to kind of make everyone feel united. And then we're also doing um, like school-wide spirit days. Um, so I know a lot of schools are doing that, and that's kind of where we got the idea from. But it's very successful, and those uh, pictures that we're getting of kids with crazy hair day or kids with whatever fun um, spirit days are um, sending those photos in and then we'll put those into the video. So just kind of a fun way for kids to feel connected and have fun even during this time. I think those are wonderful ideas and I'm seeing a lot of great things on the news like you're saying and a lot of great things um, that's on social media that teachers and I think the kids do enjoy it and love, okay. and love that last night we went to a parade um that was for the local school I, I teach at a feeder school to this bigger school and uh so this was uh it's two minutes away so I loaded up my little boy and uh he we drove through and the teachers were we rolled down our windows and the teachers were uh holding up signs and cars were honking and you know they were yelling at my little you know my son and and he was waving back and it was just it, it was just such a now that's the kind of thing that always will bring tears to my eyes when i see oh, yeah. that connectiveness and just that sense of community spirit and, uh, you know, just how um, valuable teachers are. And when I say teachers, school personnel and how much they care and love. And it was just like it was it was just moving. It was just a moving. Yeah. Experience. And I held it together till I got through the end of the parade. And then it, I was like, 
falling. Clayton was like, that was so much fun. He said, everybody loves me. Everybody loves Aww. me. <laughs> that is awesome. So it was neat. And so those kinds of things, you know, we've been saying, look for the helpers. Yeah. Quoting mm -hmm. uh, Fred Rogers. And, you know, to see people stepping up and doing those extra things, like you're talking about the, the video uh, uh, and the spirit days, that takes a little bit to do those things, but it's so worth it. It, it encourages our students mm -hmm. and helps the, helps us with our job. It yeah. helps mentally. That's, those are mental uh, yeah. things that we're doing for kids to help them. Yeah, I saw, a, you made me think of a post that I saw um, a few days ago, and it said, in 10 years, if your child asks you what was COVID-19, you're going to remember it as maybe a scary or unsettling time. They're probably going to remember it as a time of connectivity and people showing love, and um, they're going to remember it as a positive time and getting to spend more family time together if you make it that way. Wow. That's it. Exactly. I, I saw that as well. And I thought, man, what a perspective change mm -hmm. when we look at, oh my goodness, we've got to stay inside. We're stuck inside. My little girl sees it as we get to play games every night now. You know, she's, mm -hmm. she is loving it. And we had our talk last night about, I was wondering when it was going to hit. And she just out of the blue yesterday, I hadn't told Anything, but out of the blue yesterday she said can I have a bologna sandwich I miss school and can I get chocolate milk and it was just kind of sandwiched in there with some other things she said and I said well what made you think about school and she said I just I miss school and as a counselor I don't know if I've done the right thing by letting her realize on her own that it's different but um, I said well what do you miss about school and the first thing she said was well I miss my teacher and I miss my friends and I, that spoke to my counselor heart because I thought this is tough because she misses that connection. And here we are, we're isolated and away from the people, <clears throat> but it just shows you, it goes back to what one of you said about how important school is because it does provide that connectivity. Mm -hmm. So anyway, but I said, I said, it's almost like summer has started early. I said, and we get to stay up late and play games and still do schoolwork. I, and I told her, I said, in a couple of years, your, your grand, your children are going to ask you, what did you do whenever this happened? I said, and I want you to think about the things that we're doing now. I said, we're getting to spend more time as a family. We're going out to the lake. We're doing all these things that we wouldn't be able to do if this hadn't happened. So it's all in how you frame it, I guess. And I think your bingo cards to, to just kind of go to wrap all this up. Yeah. That what your choice, your choice uh, board bingo um, offers ideas for families. There were some of those embedded in that. And I think that's great. That helps parents that helps kids. So that will help build those memories. I think that's exactly yeah. what, what tool that's a great tool to help build those memories thank you so much for being on with us today Rachel, it's like we have found a gem you are just i can't get over it what you brought to us today oh my goodness you could take laura's place if we can <laughs> talk to the supervisor i feel like this will be a nice fit oh. <laughs>
<laughs> well, if you ever want me on again, I would love to do it. This has been such a fun opportunity, and I'll for sure be friending you guys on Facebook and all that. Good deal. Thank you, and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Okay, Laura, do you want to start with your cat pick? Oh, yeah. Do you have a cat pick? I do have a cat pick, and it is is so timely uh, because I am quarantined with my husband, and it says, it's the cat, I don't know if you can see it, it says, when you thought you were done arguing, oh, away. when you thought you were done <laughs> arguing, when you hear them mumble something from the other room. This was last night, my husband and I last night. It was, and it, it was just, it, then we just laughed because it was so stupid. It was just so stupid. But it, I felt like that cat, like, did, are you, did you say something else? Because, mm-mm. So what is, it was a picture of a cat looking like toward the wall. Like you did not just say something else after we were done arguing. So what was your cat pick? Well, I don't want you to think that I am going in a different direction. This will be the last time I do this, but I am using dogs. It's not a cat pick. So mine is going to be an animal pick. I'm really sorry, but it goes right along with what you were saying. It is a video. It's not even a cat pick, but it's a video quarantine couples right now <laughs> I have shared that one out because that is literally um so we were not we did not share those ahead of time but they both have the same thing yeah we've been together and in this house too long um so I have got some great news and this is my pick of the week all right tell me Dolly Parton is going to start reading children's books aloud to children next week. How did you find that out? Well, I happened to got, have received an email from her. Tell me. Uh, she was reading, okay, Laura told me, and I screamed. I was so excited. I screamed. And I'm just, I know Dolly's still grieving over Kenny, but to see that she's willing to step out and do this for others, you know, she's big into reading and children's yes. books and they, they, I think every, every child born in, is it Saverville or is it in Tennessee? Tennessee. Tennessee. And did you just Damn. call it Saverville? Like that just shows that you're. Saverville. I, Severeville. Oh. Severeville. There you, there you go. You know what I call it? Gatlinburg. Smoky Mountains. Yeah. <laughs> no. Great Smoky Mountains. Um, so what is your pick? Laura? Well, my pick is, um, it comes from my sister's sister-in-law. So she shared this on Facebook this week and in her neighborhood. And I just told her, I said, this needs to go viral. Sorry to use the word viral, but this needs to be, I'm just going to stop. People need to hear about this. So I'm going to tell you about it. Um, in her neighborhood, and this kind of goes along with what we were talking about with Rachel, just communities coming together. So she lives in a subdivision, and in her subdivision, they had a zoo because the zoos were closed. And so the families would put stuffed animals at the end of their driveway with a <laughs> sign like, you know, live or like bears or whatever. And then the next family would have 
snow leopards and they would put stuffed animals out and they fixed up their cages or, you know, their, their living space. And so the kids in the community could walk up and down the street and be at the zoo. I am amazed at the creative I know. ways that people are engaging and it's so heartwarming. And I told you before, yeah. that is the one thing that will get me crying in half a second is it just was, this community yeah. spirit and coming together and, and looking at things different. like that. that is, that's, I, that's the first I've heard of anybody doing anything like that. Isn't that cute? And in about five minutes, I will take my live dog out to the road and just put him in a cage for anybody because I hear him scratching at the door. So anybody <laughs> who's listening in my neighborhood in about five minutes, go out front and you can get a live dog. And put a little mane on him and you and your dog stories since, since this quarantine. I know. So funny. Do you have a tip, trick, or technique of the week? Tip, trick, or technique. Uh, just, I think, going into, as to expand on what, is it, am I expanding or expounding expound, on this? You're expounding. Or I might want to expand it. I don't know. You don't know that, Laura. You don't know if I'm expanding or expounding at this point. But I'm going to expound on her uh, choice boards, and I think that's a, a technique that um, you can look at through Google and, and yeah. find out more about their choice boards. So that's that's something that I think would be a good way to, to offer choices okay. for students. What's your tip, trick, or technique? Mine is, um, I saw this on actually my daughter's school page on Facebook. They shared this, and so I'm going to use it. Um, and I did the nature walk, you know, like you mentioned, in our during our podcast, and this goes right along with it. But they shared to take a piece of duct tape, sticky side up, and wrap it around your child's wrist like a bracelet, and let them go outside and pick a four-leaf clover, whatever they find, and put it on their sticky side up duct tape bracelet. And at the end of their walk, they'll have flowers and whatever else they find that they can just wrap all around their sticky side bracelet. So neat. Yeah. Um, I don't know who had an opportunity to watch the town hall meeting on Nickelodeon, the kids' town hall meeting, but... Um, it was, I think it, they did a really good job of answering. They had the, um, a former, um, what's the attorney, um, I guess the attorney general, attorney, not the attorney general, the, um, the head medical person. I can't think of what that's called, but anyway, he was answering the, the kids questions that were asking, you know, about the virus and, uh, they even the commercials and everything had to do with being at home and and it kind of spoke to everybody's in this and and it was really good it was hosted by the girl and I cannot think of her name right now that plays in Frozen uh, as the voice of is it Elsa's the younger sister Anna Kristen Anna. Bell Kristen yes Bell. that's it that's it I could not for her I name left me just left me. I could could not grab her name out of my brain, but she did the hosting of that. And um, they they had a time where 
they spotlighted students who were doing kind deeds. And one of those uh, was a couple of high school girls who started a, I guess through online and it was, um, it's a babysitting service, but not, it's just like you match a teen with a child for emergency babysitting during this time because, you know, you don't want your child with 30 other kids in a daycare. So um, they started this and then there was a girl who was sewing masks and there was a little boy who was selling paintings. It was just really good. It, it was very inspirational. So Clanton watched it last huh. night. Um, I thought it was really good. Uh, if you have an opportunity, I don't know, you could go back somehow and watch that if the listeners want to see that and it yeah. answers a lot of questions that kids might have. You might okay. want to share that out with, uh, with your students. Yeah. They've not been able to see that. So anyway, Sounds good. that is all I have. So you do with it what you mayhem. You know, that would be a great pick of the week. And then I could have kept my original one. Dolly Parton. I wanted the Dolly Parton one. I wanted to do the you Dolly Parton me. one. Huh? I don't have one, you said. You tricked me. And I wanted to hear what you that. had so that I could do. You did too. Well, you played your hand and you shouldn't have. That's on you. All right. Cut, done, out. Stop recording.